You are listening to Announce, Season 2, Episode 44, Lynn, Cooper, or Not. You are listening to Announce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. Hey, Jim Fugate here, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. This episode is a bit special, at least to me, as it marks the one-year anniversary of the launch of this podcast. The first episode, A Dark and Stormy Night, was released one year ago on October 29th, 2019. And here we are a year later in our second season. Thanks so much for listening and subscribing. In this episode, we'll explore a character you may not have heard of, but she was a classic and a trailblazer that made a difference. Lynn Cooper was born on October 4, 1916 in St. Louis, Missouri. In her early years, she worked as a schoolteacher, and Lynn was a graduate of Washington University in her hometown of St. Louis and a member of the Pi Beta Kappa sorority. In 1939, during a tour with her sorority sisters at radio station KXOK, Lynn met Paul Arnott, who was employed at the station. Paul took a shine to her immediately and precociously asked her out to dinner that evening, and Lynn accepted. After only a few minutes at the restaurant, Paul called her his angel and proposed marriage, and she put him off. Lynn was not the kind of girl who said yes to a man who hadn't yet proved himself. But Paul was nothing if not persistent. And in spite of his bold awkwardness, they had a great evening. She and Paul continued to date, and Lynn began working at the radio station with Paul. After a year, Paul's angel finally said yes. Paul was a good man who absolutely adored his angel, but not a simple man. Paul was born on September 4, 1918, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, to Anna and Harry Arnott. When Paul was about three years old, Harry, his father, a Tulsa police officer, was killed by robbers. Once the criminals were apprehended, a mob of over a thousand people assembled at the jail, but the criminals were smuggled out before they could be lynched. And though they may have avoided the rope, both killers ultimately received life sentences. This, however, left Paul to be raised by a single mother. By age 14, Paul was working. At the recommendation of one of his school teachers, Isabel Ronan, because she was so impressed by his voice, he was able to get a job cleaning up at a radio station, station KVOO, and they eventually began allowing him to do commercials and read the news on air. As he finished high school, he attended college and continued to work in radio as an announcer and news broadcaster, in various radio stations throughout the Midwest. That's what brought about the chance meeting between a brilliant and beautiful St. Louis girl and a vagabond announcer at KXOK Radio. About three years after they were married, in December of 1943, Paul joined the U.S. Army Air Corps as a pilot. By March 1944, he was given a medical discharge. The reason for that discharge has remained unclear. But Paul's angel, Lynn, continued as his greatest fan, and valued creative and business partner. It was in 1944 that the Arnotts decided to settle in Chicago. Paul found a position and took on his now legendary nom de plume. I expect you've probably heard of Paul, 
But without the genius and collaboration of his angel, it's likely he would have never risen from obscurity. Lynn was Paul's greatest asset. Bruce DeMont, founder of the Museum of Broadcast Communications, said she, Lynn, was to Paul what Colonel Parker was to Elvis. Lynn was the first radio producer, not just woman radio producer, but radio producer who was ever inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. Paul's Angel was awarded a Lifetime Achievement Award by the Chicago chapter of the American Women in Radio and Television. The Chicago Sun-Times described her as more than just his astute business partner and producer. She was also a pioneer for women in radio and an influential figure in her own right for decades. In addition to her pioneering work with her husband's programs, she also produced highly successful television programs. Her pioneering genius set patterns we see today, with the news being broadcast at 10 p.m. and the format that many television talk shows now follow. Yeah, Paul was the famous one. And in 2005, it was Paul who was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And it was Paul's voice that was carried to 24 million listeners on 1,600 radio stations. He had an unparalleled career lasting over 60 years. Even the radio giant of today, Rush Limbaugh, who peaked at 29 million listeners, would be impressed. Paul and his angel, Lynn, had one son. And he was his father's namesake, and was a frequent backup to his father on his syndicated and highly popular radio broadcasts. But without angel, Lynn, Cooper, Arnott, we would probably never have come to know the radio legend, Paul Harvey. Well known for three famous lines oft repeated on his popular radio programs. An opening line on his news broadcast where he said, Hello, Americans, stand by for news. And two closing lines. And now you know the rest of the story. Paul Harvey, good day. Yes, Paul Harvey is for many an unforgettable voice of a generation, and I hope my trying to imitate him hasn't ruined that for you. But here's the ounce. For every well-known and influential personality, there are countless unseen and powerful people who make things work. Maybe you're one of them. Behind every pioneer, there are probably countless people who did the work, gave the encouragement, and provided the inspiration and ideas to the one we have heard of. It is important to know they exist. It is important to try to live a life with our eyes open to see them, the unknowns, the ones we haven't heard of. They probably don't want our attention. They might not even appreciate our praise, but they matter. No one stands alone. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. So, did you figure it out before the end? Did you recognize the story of Paul Harvey and his angel? On our next episode, an examination of a tiny little bird. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. That's an ounce for now. Thanks for listening and subscribing to this podcast. Listen again for more information, ideas, and wisdom, an ounce at a time. Okay, all right. I realize that some of you may be young enough, you really don't know who Paul Harvey is. So I grabbed a couple of uh, audio archive recordings. The first 
is his introduction to his daily news program. Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. The second is his tagline to the very end of his broadcast, the rest of the story, where he would give you a, a story or a commentary that would keep you guessing to the very end. Because you know the rest of the story. I and many others of my generation, older and younger, have great memories of this man and the great stories and the delivery that he gave to the news. I can still remember things like traveling in the car with my family and laying on the floor as a child listening to the radio as Paul Harvey would tell his stories. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.